0: Welcome to the CSLP podcast, where we're helping to educate, inform, and assist financial professionals and student loan borrowers to make smarter repayment decisions. Hello everyone, welcome to the CSLP podcast. A bit of housekeeping before we start, we just launched our iTunes channel and have several episodes up now, so you can find it by searching for CSLA Board or CSLA Institute. So please take a moment and subscribe. We've also added these episodes to our website where you can listen direct from the pages You can also see information about the guests, how to reach them, and we include a complete transcript uh, in written form of the episode. So today's guest is Megan Landris. Megan is the first person to receive her CSLP in the state of Georgia. Her interest in finance started way back in junior high while she was working as a bookkeeper. Later, she studied finance at Coles College of Business at the Kennesaw State University, where she started her career while she was working as an intern uh, at a financial planning firm in Atlanta. Megan also serves as the treasurer of the Georgia Association for Women Lawyers. And as president and CEO of the nonprofit organization Powersuit Project, I think you'll find this episode interesting and enlightening as Jant and Heather discuss with Megan how her practice has grown since focusing on serving clients with their student loan problems and helping them with repayment planning. So now here is Megan. Heather and Jance.
1: Well, Heather, or Heather is uh, with us, and Larry, and of course we have uh, Megan on us. Megan, thanks for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Can you uh, tell us a little bit about your practice, um, you know, how you operate your practice, what, what uh, licenses you have and, and such, and, and really how you got interested in helping people with uh, student loans?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I have my own consulting practice, uh, financial coach Megan. I started in this industry working at a private financial planning firm, um, consistently ran into student loan debt as an issue with my clients and we had no education around how to advise on how to tackle student loan debt and I kept feeling like that was the biggest problem that we were seeing with some of these professionals we were working with. And so Um, I left that firm, I did some consulting for a couple other organizations, but opened my own, you know, I had my own S Corp established and I I started advising specifically with the intent to work with folks who had student loan debt, because I felt like there was a need there. There was no platform out there right now to service, you know, clients who have student loan debt, an advisor doesn't really want to work with someone with, you know, six figures of of debt already. (laughs) So... um, that's how I kind of got into it. And um, I, I, I kind of fell into this program. A planner friend of mine, another financial planner in Atlanta, told me about CSLP, uh, the CSLP designation. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've already been trying to do all this research on my own. Um, I need to find out everything about this <laughs> so um.
3: so Megan it's Heather it sounds like you got interested in student loans like a lot of us did by noticing how m- much it impacts people's lives and some of the clients that you were wanting to provide assistance to you it sounds like you realized you know these these folks need a lot of help and there's some detail to that um, and so you went looking for more information and you know I commend you for that I think that's awesome
2: oh thank you well yeah I mean
3: it's
2: huge need I thought needed to be filled and and again I felt like advisors weren't touching (laughs) the topic um so and and I think it started initially too I, I had one client I was really loved working with she was a chiropractor had Huge amounts of student loan debt, and she, that was the most crippling thing for her. She did not know how to get started or to move forward. Um,
3: how much did your chiropractor owe on her student loans, roughly? She,
2: she had three hundred and fifteen thousand in federal student loan debt. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's that's tricky for anyone. You know, even if a person has a high income, paying off you know more than three hundred grand is a complicated proposition when you consider the, you know, pace of interest accrual and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Megan, when you got into into this field and you said you were working for a private planning firm, um, what was the, the, the feeling within sort of a more larger institutional firm with regards to student debt and those type of clients um, f- from your experience there?
2: Um, the mentality around it was, you know, everyone had it. Most of everyone had it. Just pay what they ask you to pay, you know, submit your income based forms every year. There wasn't much creativity you could get around student loan debt. Um, but as we know, that is not true. <laughs> um, so that, that was kind of the mentality. And I think that was the mentality because it, it is a very complicated system and no one wanted to really dive into the details and, and navigate that system and take the time to navigate that system. Um, because an established firm has a process, um, and in that student loan debt kind of fell outside that process uh, that was, you know, easily packaged and be able to, to regurgitate and go on and to, to build more more clients, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah. And Megan, when you um, learned about the Certified Student Loan Professional CSLP designation, did you, were you looking specifically? specifically for some information about what kind of process will work for student loan clients of financial advisors. I imagine you've built systems for yourself, um, you know, so that you can do a good job and be efficient in these cases.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I had done a good bit of research on my own on the front end, um, before I even knew about this designation, so I knew there was ways to leverage the federal system. There were more efficient strategies that you could take to help one pay down their student loan debt, either by, you know, just reducing the cost over time, uh, or you know, freeing up cash flow that didn't need to be going towards the debt, and you know, that way they could prioritize other financial goals. Um, so I had that baseline of knowledge. I, I was excited that there was an actual designation that would take me through all of the technicalities. You know, I, I felt like I, I had done some good work on my own, but I, you know, I wanted help. I, I wanted help. <laughs> I wanted someone to teach <laughs> me more about it. Um, and I felt like the CSLP program did exactly that. It walked me through, you know, everything I needed to know. I, I had, you know, a good base, but it took me through everything
3: which was that so valuable to me. Awesome. Oh, that makes me so (laughs) proud. Do you feel proud, (laughs) Jance?
1: I'm smiling over here.
3: I mean, we worked really hard to, to build, you know, a curriculum that covers everything that you might encounter, you know, and as you know, Megan, sometimes we identify issues and say, you know, this is, Unlikely to come across your desk, but if it does, here's some ideas about you know f- further information and all of that. So I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Can you can you tell us what impact the um, designation the the CSLP has had on your practice?
2: Oh gosh, um, well I will say there's no one in my area that is specifically tackling this, and so I've had a lot of folks want to hire me for my consulting services specifically for that reason, because they've gone to advisors who didn't have the education around this. Um, you know, they, they wanted to do their full blown planning. That's great. But they couldn't tackle their most immediate, immediate uh, stress, you know, the stressor in their financial situation. And so I've had, you know, I ask people all the time, you know, how did you hear about me? Um, how did you come across my information? Cause I don't do, and you know, I don't cold call. I don't do a lot of marketing really even. Um, And so when folks come to me, you know, I ask, where did you hear about me? And I've gotten a few responses. Oh, Google, Google search. You know, I looked you up and and I looked up a student loan advisor and your name popped up. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so I I feel like it's been a, a really big distinguisher. Is that the right term? It, it set me apart from other advisors and that, in and of itself has grown my practice. Like I didn't even imagine, I, I did not expect this to happen, but it's definitely, uh, it's grown my practice into something that I, I didn't think was possible in, in the short amount of
3: time that it has.
1: That's that's amazing.
3: That's very cool. Yeah. That's really, really
1: cool. And, and best of all, you know, what I from doing this in my own practice as well, you know, there's one uh, value of growing your practice, but there's also, I feel, a great value in growing your practice this way because you can really e- immediately feel the impact that you're having on your clients' lives. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, the interactions and what you've seen with clients coming in with the stress they have and, and sort of the relief of having a plan and, and maybe tell us a, a good story of, you know, a client that you've had and just sort of the, I like to call more stories of what we go through when we're dealing with these student loan clients.
2: Yeah, I feel like I've done enough cases and I've worked with enough people now to where I kind of compartmentalize the impact that I can have on someone who comes to me. So um, one of those areas is uh, freeing up cash flow in, in, in their budget to do other things, to prioritize other financial goals. So I had someone come in. They weren't totally sure if they qualified for public service loan forgiveness uh, they were kind of scared because everything in the news about it, um, but they, they wanted to do the right thing. They were fully prepared to pay their balance off in 10 years uh, without taking advantage of PSLF. Um, and so that meant that their, their monthly payment was, they were going to commit to about 1700 to 2000 a month to pay this off in, in 10 years. Uh, and that would be from you know, privatizing their debt, so taking their federal student loans going and getting a better interest rate on the private side of things and paying that off in 10 years. Um, so we walked through the, the plan. I walked through all the facts. Um, you know, we walked through all the different, um, uh, the five requirements for, for public service loan forgiveness. And she checked all the boxes, doing her due diligence on the front end side of things. Uh, she turned in her employer certification form and that came back good. Um, so what, we, what she had started out Planning to do was living super lean and paying you know seventeen hundred to two thousand a month on her loans for ten years. What her her plan is now, taking advantage of public service loan forgiveness, is uh, her payment's going to be about seven fifty a month, and that freed up a thousand dollars into her cash flow to put towards other financial goals, you know, uh, saving for retirement, um, you know, improving the house that they just moved into. So. I felt like that was a big win, you know, to not have to be throwing <laughs> money into something that you don't need to, essentially, um, mm-hmm. and giving yourself the flexibility and your cash flow to to focus on other things. Um, so that was that was one impact that uh, I thought was notable, and and I've had a few stories in, in that realm. Um, another was just you know navigating uh, the the private sector side of forgiveness, you know, when someone works in, in the private side of employment, not for public service, you know, I've I've had many people I've worked with, with six figure balances, you know, but yeah, maybe one other story I'll be quick is just, you know, uh, navigating student loan repayment plans when both spouses have federal student loans, it can get so complicated on how to leverage each other, how to navigate combination, you know, of of what a couple should be looking at together to tackle their student loan debt. And so I've had lots of cases where we found the most cost-efficient strategy. And from a long-term perspective, that saves them a lot of money over time and gives them the peace of mind that they're on the right track and they did the right thing.
3: That's fantastic. You're so right that married couples with student loan debt have particularly... Um, complicated circumstances and the choices they can pursue from a student loan repayment and forgiveness perspective are multiple and it I can't imagine any way that a student loan borrower could accurately evaluate you know their options and choose between them and decide which one is best Uh, so I think it's fantastic that you're available to folks Mm
2: -hmm. yeah it is it's crazy well i had it's funny i had someone say you know i can't believe there's a designation out there now for student loans and for helping people with student loan planning and i was like yeah yeah that i you know i can maybe understand that but there's cpas out there to help you navigate the tax code and you know filing your taxes (laughs) so our our federal system is just complicated
3: (laughs) it is and i i've I've said that um, time and again too it's just complicated federal system just as complicated as as the federal tax code or federal social security benefits and you're you know you're absolutely right like it's a it's a bureaucracy full of um, detail and and that's there's definitely a need for uh, expert advisors like yourself
1: (laughs) yes No. Megan, when you decided that you were going to go through the CSLP course um, and you had already said that you, you had a, a good sort of um, personal knowledge that you'd brought from your own study and research, uh, but what sort of commitment did it take for you to go through the educational material? Um, how long did it take you and, and, and what would you relate it to with regards to other educational courses you've been through?
2: Um, yeah, so I... I found out about this program, uh, close to the holidays. So like right after Thanksgiving break, right before Christmas break. Um, and I jumped on it pretty quick. Uh, I think Jance I talked to you on the phone and I think I signed up like the next day for the program. <laughs> um, and since I had, uh, maybe the luxury of a little more time around the holidays, I, I got through it in about maybe three weeks, the educational material. Um, and I absorbed it I felt like really quickly the you know the quizzes at the end were helpful Um, applying it to to kind of what I had known um, was helpful and exciting and um, so I think I finished in about three ish weeks maybe about a month um, with you know working full-time and then having some family time over the holidays and it took the exam got the results back pretty quickly Um, so I mean I would not compare it. So I have my, my series licenses and six sixty three and 65 licensed. Um, I would not compare it to the, the, uh, the time commitment that those exams took, at least for me. Um, those are, I, I think those took me a lot longer. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> um, so in summary, I thought, you know, with the scope of the information that was provided and, the time commitment I thought it, it took me, um, I was very happy with just the the whole process and, and the timeline f- from my perspective.
3: And how did you find the examination itself in terms of difficulty?
2: Um, I, I thought there was going to be more uh, technical questions. There was a lot more case, case study questions, you know, uh, how, how, how would you advise on this or what would Uh, you know, what would the weighted interest rate be if this was consolidated, you know, things like that. So it did have a little more of the number crunching than I thought. Um, But at the same time, I think I liked the number crunching portion versus the technical side. I was a little more worried about all the technicalities, um, you know, but I think that's, that's my thoughts on it.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. My sort of perspective sometimes is that as an advisor we what we need to know is when to look up specific things you know so if you have an if you have a general sense that like i'm gonna have to check the date of you know first borrowing in order to see if someone's eligible for pay as you earn or something for example you don't necessarily have to know the date in your head every second as long as you recognize it as an issue and Our thinking was that those case studies that you had to crunch for the examination was that it really, if you can do those, um, then you can do, you know, everything you need to be able to do to give people, you know, the the detail they need to make, you know, terrific plans.
2: Yeah, I I think having more case studies is for my, you know, from my expectations was probably a better thing to make sure that I had a good working understanding of the information and not just textbook knowledge.
1: This is something we've heard from, I would say, more established advisors or, or people in the industry where they have said, uh, well, th- these clients really aren't the type of clients that that we want in our firm. Uh, those meaning these individuals with student loans. Um can you speak a little bit to the client base of people that, that you're working with and um, the ability for, for them to be uh, quality clients for you and your practice as, as you grow your firm?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, traditionally, I think financial planning firms or financial advising firms are built to charge off of assets under management. Um, And, you know, maybe with more assets, they have more to work with and they're a more profitable client in that sense. Um, I looked at this. I looked at working with folks on this side of the spectrum with student loan debt as an opportunity. Um, I'm a younger advisor. I plan on being in this profession for a very long time. Um, And I'm establishing relationships today with folks who are, you know, just now graduating college, who are going to be lawyers, doctors, um, you know, chiropractors, <laughs> uh, you know, these very educated people who have great income potential and who who are obviously coming to me because they want to do the right things with their finances. So in my eyes, that's a great client, someone who wants to do the right thing now with the, with their finances, um, and so for my practice and how I'm building my practice is it it may be a longer ball game as far as, um, you know, extreme profitability of of what I'm doing, but I'm building my myself and my firm up to where, you know, those lasting relationships are going to be there when they're making, you know, a lot more money when they do have assets to invest and, you know, when they are at a more, um, Affluent level, I guess you could say, which is typically what um, advisors chase after. You know, the more <laughs> the more affluent clients, um, those relationships I will already have with those individuals, and they're not going to be leaving. Me. I would hope not you know if I'm doing my job right they're not going to be leaving my firm at that point so
3: <laughs> right it gives you an opportunity to show your clients the, you know the kind of good work that you can do and that they can trust you and that you can answer their questions and and you know help them adjust along the way as their life un, unfolds mm-hmm Megan, yeah. what would you say to other financial advisors that might be listening who are working on um student loan matters for clients um what would you uh specifically want to tell them if they haven't uh if they don't know about the designation and certified student loan planner or if they haven't uh considered getting that kind of educational support?
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if there are advisors listening right now who are interested in this program or who are considering it, absolutely go go for it. Um, this is the next wave of <laughs> clients that you're going to have come through your firm, either now or later. I mean, with the student loan debt balances the way they are today, um, student loan debt is not going away anytime soon. Um, mm-hmm. So this will be a valuable tool in your toolbox, even if it's not something that you're specifically targeting like I am, you know, it it could be a really great tool to have in your pocket for if, and when you do come across, you know, a prospect or a client who who has this situation and they won't be looking for someone like me to to do their repayment plan. (laughs) They could do that in house with you. (laughs) Um, And that's, that's what I would say. And if you don't, you know, if, if you're advising on student loan debt and you don't have the CSLP designation, um, I would be a little nervous just because of all the technicalities that come with properly advising on student loan debt. Um, I, I would want to make sure that that client is getting the right recommendations and, and um, you know, their advisor who's advising on those plans have, have the education and background to know what they're talking about.
1: So. Great. Well, similarly, what would you say to the 44 million people with student loans out there that um, are trying to navigate this process themselves and are probably looking for some sort of financial advice, whether it be from the loan counselors at at the loan servicers or or financial planners or tax accounts? What would you say to them uh, if they are out there trying to navigate this on their own?
2: Um, Well, first and foremost, I would say there is hope. Uh, This is not a hopeless problem for you (laughs) Um, but when it comes to leaning on your servicers for advice and navigating how to tackle your student loan debt um, Mm -hmm. they are limited you know these folks don't have a financial planning background Uh, they don't have a financial background most of the time Um, and and they're there to walk you through what's going to help you today so if you call and you say you know my payment is too much i need a, a lower cost payment plan they're able to do that for you. They're able to execute that, help you walk through the application. However, they're not able to walk through the implications of that and what that looks like longer term
0: and even
2: shorter term, shorter, intermediate, longer term. What, How does that impact the rest of your financial plan and what can you expect uh, after today's phone call with that servicer, you know? Um, so that's what I would say. It's, you know, servicers are great. They're there for the purpose to service your loans. But when it comes to finding, you know, the most efficient strategy for you or just navigating your student loan debt comprehensively, um, that's not something a servicer can do for you. That's something a planner can do for you. And someone with a CSLP designation is is a perfect fit for that need you're seeking.
3: Well, Megan, is there anything else that you want to share with listeners today, whether it be other advisors or student loan borrowers uh, on any subject? Tell us more about anything that's on your mind?
2: Um. Well, I'll say, I mean, student loan debt is definitely a big bear. I think it's a very intimidating thing for a lot of people, and it's um, a big stressor, and it is delaying. You know, it's causing people to delay a lot of financial decisions. Um, I would say just the sooner you're e- you're able to help clients with this problem, or the sooner you yourself are able to consult with someone who is, educated around this topic, the better, just like with anything, you know, the sooner you're is better, the, the sooner you, know, you nip anything in the butt, <laughs> the better. Um, so it, it's, it doesn't have to be as overwhelming as it seems. And when you're talking to someone with the right background in the education, um, you know, they're going to be able to point you in the right direction and bring you a lot of peace of mind. And that's probably something that a lot of people are looking for right now with, with their student loan debt situation.
3: And how can people find you when they want to get more information?
2: Yeah, so I do have my own website. Um, my name is spelled weird. It's Megan, but it's N-E-A-G-A-N. So uh, my website is just Financial Coach Megan. And uh, on, on my website, I have lots of blogs about student loan debt topics and uh, success stories and things like that. Um, so you can find me there. My phone number, all of my information is on my website
3: fantastic
1: great well well thank you so much for joining us today Megan and and uh, thank you so much for all you're doing for your clients um, I'm sure that they are thanking you every single day for the good work that you're doing but we appreciate having you on and, and sharing with us your story um, and and your a little bit about your practice
2: yeah definitely and thank you guys for this program seriously <laughs>